Hello everyone and welcome to Foreign Policy in 5 Minutes. I'm your host Willie, bringing you updates and brief analysis on the latest international issues. Today's episode will discuss the expectation on the Afghanistan peace talks after almost two decades since the US invasion to Afghanistan in 2001. Earlier this year, in January, the government of Afghanistan and anti-government insurgents, the Taliban, once again met to reconvene the so-called intra-Afghanistan peace talks in Doha. Doha was chosen because the Taliban has their political office based on the Qatari capital. The 2020 Doha peace talks was not the first time Afghan government negotiated with the Taliban. In fact, the talk was a continuation of a series of negotiations which started to get intensified since 2018. Last time, the talk was put into halt on November 2020 because there was a significant increase of civilians' death in Kabul as violence persists even as the peace negotiation was occurring. Still going on for more than 20 years, the war in Afghanistan has taken the lives of more than 150,000 people, of which 43,000 are civilians. It has risen the poverty rate to 72% in 2020, which means 2 out of 3 Afghans lives on less than $2 a day. Seeing the suffering that was brought upon the Afghans, the international community calls upon all stakeholders to stop the violence in Afghanistan. Moreover, the peace talks between the Afghan government and the Taliban is highly anticipated considering the U.S. invasion has successfully driven away the Taliban from power and thus ending safe haven for the terrorists hiding in Afghanistan. They have also eliminated Osama bin Laden, leader of the international terrorist group responsible for 9-11 attack named Al-Qaeda, and other terrorist groups which marked the decline on global terrors. Despite the resurgence of sporadic terror attacks and other war-related disputes, the main international agenda in Afghanistan today would be to consolidate power between the Afghan government and the Taliban insurgency as well to uphold democracy which is believed to bring perpetual peace to Afghanistan. To facilitate such goal, some countries try to play their unique role to get involved. For instance, Russia sent its special envoy to Islamabad to persuade Pakistan to support the Russian-led Afghanistan peace talks initiative in Moscow, which includes the US, China, Pakistan, Iran, and Russia. Meanwhile, the United States took different approach. On February 2020, under the previous president administration, the United States signed an agreement with the Taliban to end war in Afghanistan. The agreement called for the withdrawal of US troops from Afghanistan soil by May 2021 in exchange for Taliban's promise to stop the violence against American troops and its allies. Indeed, the US-Taliban agreement have significantly reduced number of attacks on American troops and its allies. However, the deal is far from stopping violence as it incentivizes the Taliban insurgents to concentrate their attacks on Afghan forces instead. Seeing the complex issue and various stakeholders that involved in the Afghan peace process, our question today would be, what should we expect from the Afghan peace talk in 2021? Thank you.
answer the question, we postulate three things to expect from the Afghanistan peace talks in 2021. First, we expect no significant results from the intra-Afghanistan peace talks. With the current situation, scholars predict the optimal result from the Doha negotiation would be to create a power sharing mechanism between the Afghanistan government and the Taliban. The use of power sharing mechanism is not unfamiliar in Afghanistan as the previous two election disputes were also resolved with such solution. However, the idea of sharing power with the Taliban poses threats to the freedom of women and youths of Afghanistan. Further, power sharing mechanism have been proven to be unsuccessful as it opens opportunity for power abuses and frauds just like what happened in 2014 Afghan election. Second, we expect the possibility for peace for Afghanistan, but it will be a long way to go before we could see permanent one. There are important milestones that need to be achieved first before we could talk about power consolidation and solidifying democracy in Afghanistan government. The milestone in the near end is to see whether Joe Biden's administration would respect the US Taliban deal to withdraw troops on May or to scrap it. Or in other words, to see if Biden wants to continue the talk or to soldier on. Military experts speculate that it is best to retain the soldiers as violence are surging and without US and allies troops, Taliban will continue bullying Afghanistan government until they took control most of the Afghan regions. Meanwhile, the milestone in the far end is to democratically elect regional commission and political leaders to strengthen the foundation of the national government, which could only be achieved once Afghanistan finds stability. Third, we expect forums like Moscow-led enlarged Troika which invites the US, China, Pakistan, Iran, and Russia to mediate the Afghan government and the Taliban would be the better way to find solution. The reason being is simply because direct involvement and pressure from more international players are needed to stop the Taliban from launching more attacks. So far, violence is the Taliban's tool to leverage their position on the negotiation table. Ending the use of violence by the Taliban is key to finding peaceful solution for Afghanistan and the surrounding regions. Although peace may be seem a bit far away, we do hope that the international community would at least care to support the end of violence in Afghanistan and stop the suffering of their people as soon as possible. That's it for today's episode. If you like our series, please do like and share our Foreign Policy Talks podcast to your friends and colleagues. Stay curious, stay healthy, we'll see you on another episode.